Hello and welcome to the Binge 10. I'm Larry Goldman, and here is the TV you should be watching this week and in the following weeks, probably. A few new shows to report on first. A few new things came out over the last couple of weeks. Uh, first, we've got Fantasy Island. So the old ABC show, it's now on Fox. I think they also tried to do a couple uh, of movies about <laughs> the Fantasy Island. Uh, Mr. Rourke's niece is taking over the mantle uh, of the island, and she's helping to bring dreams alive. Um, there is no tattoo. Uh, we don't have a tattoo, but there is a woman assistant with a tattoo, and that t- tattoo has some sort of strange powers. I'm sure we'll learn more about it. The show follows the old formula of a couple of guests every show, and they have some issues that they're trying to solve on Fantasy Island. Uh, I like the fact that in this reincarnation, we find a little bit more about the magic of the island, how Rourke controls the magic. We have people getting younger, people going back in time. There's all sorts of shenanigans. Uh, Invisible people. Uh, I would say Fantasy Island is just okay, but I do watch it. Uh, Lucifer, Netflix is keeping this one alive. I thought that season five was a series finale, but they're back for season six. Uh, if you watch season five, you know that Lucifer is now a god and Chloe is some sort of angel or divine spirit or something like that. He hasn't really taken over the reins of God just yet. So in the meantime, they're doing the same old thing with solving murders each episode. I was a little disappointed that there wasn't more heaven and hell type of things, but two episodes in, it's the same old Lucifer. I would say if you are a Lucifer fan, you should keep watching it. And if you haven't watched it before, it is kind of fun. There's always some funny lines. There's always some uh, uh, funny scenarios that go around. You don't have to start at the beginning. You don't have to start in in season one. You could jump right into season six if you wanted to. Um, Into the Night. So on Netflix, season two of Into the Night kicked off. It's only six episodes. Uh, It's half in French, half in English. Season Season two starts a few months after the apocalypse. They've confirmed that it is, in fact, the sun is causing everything to die on the surface. So the crew uh, of the airplane from season one, they live underground with a NATO battalion. Uh, And, of course, there's a lot of uh, passengers versus the military type of saga. Uh, They only go up to the surface at night. Most importantly, though, they do need food. Uh, And they need to grow grow their own food underground. So they got to go to Norway to find seeds, and that's where some action starts to happen. I'd say Into the Night is just okay this season. I really like season one. I thought this one, so far this season, I'm almost done with it. It's, it's just okay. Uh, Billions. Billions is back on Showtime. Paul Giamatti, Damian Lewis. Uh, if you remember, they couldn't finish this season because of COVID. So there is about five episodes to go in the current season, and I think they, they will start the final season in January. So we'll get a quick turnaround. This season is the War of Acts versus Mike Prince. Mike Prince is played by Corey Stoll from House of Cards and The Strain and about a million other things. I'm not sure exactly what Giamatti is doing, but he's bouncing from crisis to crisis. He's trying to be a good guy. He doesn't have a goatee. He's lost a few pounds. Uh, and he's helping his dad pick coffins out. So Billions continues to be a caricature of itself. I'll keep watching because I want to see it end, but it isn't a a really great show anymore, though they might have a good line or two from time to time. 
Um, American Rust. Uh, on Showtime, After Billions, American Rust stars uh, Mara Tierney and Jeff Daniels. I always like Jeff Daniels, and it looks like I'm going to like him again. Daniels is a sheriff in a small town, and he's investigating a murder that may involve the son of his girlfriend. Tricky business, a little bit like the story for your honor. Uh, but nonetheless, I'm interested in this show, and i just like to hear Jeff Daniels talk. Uh, I'm recommending American Rust. So let's see here. The good fight ended. It finished up. Diane is out as a named partner. Mandy Patekin's court exploded, almost too similar to the invasion of the Congress building back in January. Uh, you know, that series is what it is. Um, uh, I'm not sure if Mandy's coming back next year. If he doesn't, they have to have something interesting on that show or else it just becomes extremely, extremely preachy. So my top 10 series are the following, American Horror Story. So this week we got the backstory on the original vampires or whatever we call them. And he's accidentally turned his daughter into a vampire. Uh, nine is Mr. Corman. I'm pushing this one down a few slots. Uh, we visit the life that Josh could have had versus the one he does have. Uh, again, definitely uh, filmed very differently. It's a very different uh, slash quirky show. Uh, yeah. I mostly like it. Obviously, I'm putting it in number nine. Uh, but I did bump it down a few slots here. Number eight is Titans also bumping this down. We are slowly investigating how to beat the Red red Hood, but this is really slowing down. Number seven is American Rust right here, uh, right away. I am bumping Disney's What If. Not because it's bad, but there's just not enough room, finally. Uh, six is C. We're trying to find the son now and the mother uh, now that they have saved the daughter. Uh, five is Reservation Dogs. Sad story about being let down by your dad on the last episode. Uh, and then there was also another episode since we last uh, talked. It was the one where they went hunting, kind of grieved the uh, the nephew. The other two, number four, she tries to find a boyfriend but can't seem to get it right. A uh, really funny episode. There is a fantastic scene about dating a gynecologist. Number three is Miracle Worker. Number two is Nine Perfect Strangers. We're getting very close to finding out what Nicole Kidman's endgame is and what these drugs are actually supposed to do. Number one is Ted Lasso. Of course, Ted continues to bond with the sports psychologist, which is all kinds of funny. Waiting in the wings, I got what if. Truth be told, I just can't totally get into it. It seems kind of obvious. And maybe billions if it turns itself around. If you want to big something straight through, my current picks are number 10, Defeated. Number 9, The Chair. Number 8, Fear Street. Number 7, Hit and Run. Number 6, Dr. Death. Number 5 is How to Sell Drugs Online. 4, Sky Rojo. 3 is Clickbait. Really good one. Seems like everybody you talk to is watching that. Number 2, White Lotus from HBO. And number 1, is Bosch. Waiting in the wings is Lucifer and Into the Night. We'll see what happens when I finish these seasons. Didn't watch many uh, movies this time around. Um, I did see, um, uh, 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 what's it called? Being James Bond. Uh, quick one-hour documentary with the producers and Daniel Craig about how he became James Bond, how uh, everybody hated him, all the, the nasty... Uh, uh, news and press he got, and then how everything turned around 
with Casino Royale. I, I'm a James Bond fan, so, um, uh, you know, I like it. And uh, just really, really can't wait for the next James Bond movie. That's what you need to know about TV. Week of September 12th. Happy watching football. That is going to really cut into my binging time, my TV watching time, but we'll just have to work around that.